What's up, guys? It is Coasters and Things here today, and welcome back to another episode of The Thrill Life. Today, this is actually going to be a bit of a shorter episode. Me and Nick are joined by my other friend, CJ. How's it going, dude? It's going pretty good. Stoked to be on the show with y'all. Mm-hmm. Each of us actually are going to be listing off our top five most underrated roller coasters that we have ridden. So, I think I came up with a good list. I think there will be a few on here that will surprise you, Jason. There also will be a few that I think will come as no shock. I do want to throw an honorable mention in there, if that's cool. If you, do you guys have an honorable mention as well? Uh, I can probably think of one, yeah. Go ahead, Nick, while I think of mine. Okay, my honorable mention, to no surprise by anyone, is going to be Superman Ride of Steel at Six Flags America. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't ridden this coaster in a number of years, so it is not making the list however i did want to still throw it an honorable mention because i still feel to this day that there aren't enough people that talk about it or give it its credit yes it's a mirrored coaster the layout isn't great i would say that the superman layout at six flags new england is better than the one at america and darien lake but that's not to say that it's still a bad ride i think it's a really good ride it is you a really too, good Jay. ride. Yeah, it is a really good ride. So smooth, has good speed, good airtime. I can't yeah. I can't comment on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Superman Ride of Steel is gonna be my honorable mention. CJ, do you have an honorable mention? While I was thinking about what my um underrated coasters would be, I came up with one that was I feel like way overrated. So I'll share that one. I think uh, Intimidator at Carowinds is very, very yeah. overrated. Uh, I, I could, I could have named that for you it. for overrated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. I, I personally don't get anything from it. It's kind of like a couch. Yeah, I can't speak to that one like you can't speak to Superman. But uh, I don't know. I would go in with an open mind whenever I get to Carowinds, but I still feel like it wouldn't rank like top three in the park. I think you can probably guess which three I'm referring to. But anyway, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Jason, what's your honorable mention? All right. I'm going to go with a coaster that you might actually be riding soon, Nick. And that is White Lightning at Fun Spot Orlando. This ride is a little speeding bullet. It is so freaking good. Nobody talks about it. It has good air time. It's so smooth. Hauls all the way through. It is short, but it hauls the mail. All right. So now... Let's do our top five. So I guess I'll start. Um, my number five is going to be Rougarou at Cedar Point. Um, I'm sure a lot of people in the comments aren't going to agree with me on this one. <laughs> I know the general reception. People don't really like Rougarou all that much. I think it's great. I actually prefer it over Dominator at King's Dominion, believe it or not. Oh, that's a – I don't agree with you there. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I know that's a hot take, but I actually prefer Rougarou over Dominator. I understand that it was a stand-up coaster that was converted to a floor list, but I think it has a much better layout, and yeah, I don't know. I just really, really like Rougarou. Floorless coasters – I want to say they've grown on me in the last couple of years. I've always liked Medusa, well, Bizarro Medusa at Great Adventure, but um, 
No, I've ridden several other fourless coasters. Hydra's pretty good. I think Batman, The Dark Knight at Six Flags New England is pretty good. Yeah, there's a number of fourless coasters that I've been on that I feel like are pretty good rides. They're not the best model from B&M. I would argue inverts and hypers are better than fourless coasters, but yeah. I still like fourless coasters. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Rougarou for my number five. CJ, let's hear from you. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Vortex at Carowinds. Um, wow. I think okay. it's <laughs> a really intense ride, and I like that it kind of throws you around a lot, but – I don't. I don't understand why people hate it. I think. I think it's a great ride, and it, it definitely doesn't deserve uh, forest trains. Vortex's future is kind of in question right now. It actually just reopened for the first time this season a couple weeks ago. I was gonna say it's down a lot, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it just the reason it was down. They just uh, put a new control panel on it. I think so. That might might, might be a sign that it'll stay here for for a long time to come. But it might it might also be a control panel compatible with four wheel trains. So, yeah. At, uh, we'll when, we went, when we went to the Ace event there, uh, we asked them if they had any plans on converting, it, and they're like, "No, we don't have any plans on converting it to a four wheel coaster anytime soon." So it's gonna stay a stand up for a while. <laughs> That's good. I like Vortex. I'm cool with that. Uh, you guys know I like Georgia Scorcher. I even like Green Lantern. Um, yeah, keep the stand-up coasters around. We don't want everything to be converted to flawless coasters, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You got to have some variety. But uh, yeah. anyway, Jason, what's your number five? I'll keep the B&M theme going. My number okay. five, underrated coaster. I'm going with Manta at SeaWorld Orlando. Okay, good pick. This yeah, ride, this ride is that. so good. People do not talk about vanta that much because for one it's in the same park as mako it's just down the road from velocicoaster and hagrid's and incredible hulk and it often gets overshadowed by tatsu and flying dinosaur for flying coasters but um manta is my favorite flying coaster for sure uh it doesn't take much to be better than the vacoma flyers as you know <laughs> cj <laughs> yeah, i hate nighthawk burn uh and um it's that wing's obviously- good Batwing is better than Nighthawk, I'll say that. Yeah. And um, I do still like Manta over the Superman clones as well, obviously. Yeah, there, I've only ridden two B&M flying coasters, and those two happen to be two <laughs> Superman clones. Great Adventures and Over Georgia's. And I don't even think the one at Over Georgia is that much better than the one at Great Adventures. So really, that's not really saying much. But yeah, so Manta, i got to get on more flyers. <laughs> it's so smooth, too. Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely see that. All right, good pick. So let's move to number four. My number four is my favorite coaster at Knobles, Twister. I know there's a lot of people out there that do prefer Twister to Phoenix now, but for the longest time, it was Phoenix is the best and there's no competition. But I've seen over the last like two years, there are some people out there that are starting to give twister more recognition and i i absolutely agree i think twister is so good i think it's a more complete ride than phoenix it's also built in house so it's incredible yeah uh it's actually it feels very similar to holiday world's wooden coasters i could see um, that yeah like a cci feel almost yeah but it looks um, like it would have a lot of laterals it does. Yes, yeah, that's what that's probably what that coaster focuses 
mostly on laterals. And I guess I would say it has pretty good pacing, so I would say speed as well. I wouldn't really say airtime. There are a few airtime moments, but obviously Phoenix shines more for airtime. That's another thing. Like They're both very different layouts, which make them like a good one-two punch when you go to Knobles because they're not similar. They're both very different. So Both Twister and Phoenix are fantastic at what they do. Yeah, definitely. So my number four is going to be Twister. Uh, I wrote it a bunch this year, and uh, yeah, it moved up a ton in my rankings. I'll say the first time I wrote it was before the retrack. It, it was pretty dang rough, but it was still good. Last year I wrote it after the retrack. It was still good, and it was a lot smoother. Yeah, no, they... Knobles, they know when it's time to repair their rides, and they're always quick to jump on that. And they do most of it in-house, even for Phoenix. Seems like Phoenix never needs retracking because it's always so smooth. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Twister's also a lot bigger, so it needs more work. You got to yeah. remember. Mm-hmm. All right, CJ, so what's your number four? Um, I don't know what y'all are going to think about this one, but I actually got Blazing Fury at number four. (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely a sucker for like older, more classic rides. And I I really enjoyed a nice ride on Blazing Fury. I I think it's, it's, it's an awesome ride. And I hope Dollywood doesn't do anything with it. Like the treatment that, that, um, Fire in the Hole at Silver Dollar City is getting. I'm really sad that I'll never get to ride the original Fire in the Hole. I I, I like the old school rides. Keep them around. I mean, the new but, Fire in the Hole is going to feel... I, I'll give you that. I will give you that. I mean, the new Fire in the Hole, it's going to feel almost exactly the same as the old Fire in the Hole, minus onboard audio. Yeah. I, but it's I not think, original. I know what he's saying. The yeah. OG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it has like a classic feel to it. I don't know. You just can't replicate it. It's you, a dying breed. You actually said Blazing Fury. Blazing yeah, Fury. <laughs> Blazing Fury. I love Blazing Fury for what it is. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it looks good, but no, nah, CJ, I agree with you, man. Keep the OG rides around. They try to modernize everything. That's another th- reason why I love Knobles so much is because their only modern roller coaster is really Impulse. Everything else is has that old school classic amusement park feel. So that's awesome. Jason, you can laugh all you want. I like that pick. (laughs) Uh, I remember the first time I rode Blazing Fury with you, CJ, you were in the front row. When we went over and down and up over the first drop, you're like, oh my gosh, the air time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it looks good. It's a solid ride. Definitely hope it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, it looks good. Um, Jason, you're number four. All right. My number four is actually an international roller coaster. I'm going with Altair at Chinachita World. These Intamin 10 inversion coasters are snubbed. No one talks about them because nobody has ridden them. Yeah, yeah I feel like the one. most ridden one is probably uh, Colossus at Thorpe Park, probably. Probably, yeah. And that one has the over-the-shoulder restraints, the obnoxious Intamin over-the-shoulder restraints. That, uh, what's the drop tower at Six Flags Over Georgia called? Oh, uh, acrophobia. Uh, acrophobia. Yeah, that ride sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, that ride. Uh, oh, but, dude, that hurts my crotch so bad. <laughs> but, um, but, uh, Altair, it has the lap bars. It's so smooth. You gray out, uh, after the loop going into the Cobra roll. No way talks about these Intamin 10 inversion coasters. We need more of these rides out there, I'll say. These are snubbed 
coasters. I was not expecting to like this as much as I did. This ride was way better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I know you had a really good time at Chinachita World. Does Altair have the same restraints as like Sandy's Blasting Bronco? They look similar. I think yeah. so, yeah. They're the same. They're the <laughs> new gen uh, Intamin lap bars. Yeah, that Velocicoaster has, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're like so what nice. Skyrush should have, but doesn't. <laughs> oh man, Skyrush's lap bars. Those are something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, by the way, pick, while you're talking about the Italian park you went to, the water, the water could coaster there that's a credit for sure it is a credit i counted it as a credit <laughs> yeah definitely it goes up so it, it's a credit yeah and it goes down over a roller coaster hill so yeah definitely. i wonder if we'll get any comments now that you threw that in there it's not a credit <laughs> <laughs> please um, comment we'll hear i your mean opinions. i mean every, <laughs> everyone says it's a credit including the mock rides website yeah hey man I would probably call it a credit as well, but you know, there's people out there that like to nitpick. Well, it has this. Well, it doesn't have this. It's a credit, okay? <laughs> We're all in agreement here. Yeah, uh, you straight up. You can get stapled a bit from the forces on uh, Altair, uh, but that's not a ride focused on airtime, so it doesn't really affect me that much. The um, the best part by far of those Intamin Ten Inversion coasters, though, is the quadruple Heartline roll at the end. Oh yeah. Did your head was... hurt by the end? Uh after we wrote it five times, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I can see that. Um yeah. No. All right. So, my number 3, Jason, I think you'll like this pick a lot, and I would say this really flies under the radar because I feel like when we're talking about indoor roller coasters at Universal Orlando, Mummy gets more recognition, and this one doesn't. I'm going to go with Escape from Gringotts. That is a great coaster. I it's love pretty, that one. It's pretty good. Nice, That's pretty Nice good. pick, dude. Yeah. Dude, Escape from Gringotts is awesome. I'm yeah. not even like a huge Harry Potter guy, but yeah, that was really, really good. I mean, yeah. like I said, everyone gives Mummy all the recognition in the world, and people like kind of – neglect Gringotts and forget about it. But no, Gringotts is awesome. Um, I, that's surprisingly good forces too. I had never watched a POV of that ride going into it. And so when I got uh, in the train and they handed me uh, 3D glasses, I was like, what the heck? You have to wear 3D glasses on a roller coaster? And I was worried during like the roller coaster portion because it is like half roller coaster half dark ride because yeah. there are several rooms where you're kind of just rolling through and watching the screens because it tells a story i took a ride on it or i got three rides on it when i went to universal and that last ride i just took to like i took to like look at the like how the ride systems were working and it was it's incredible like everything that goes oh it's so innovative dude yeah it's it's an incredible ride like the trains themselves tilt they have audio the track tilts at their multiple launches, um, reverse sections. Yeah, it's, you go very fast around the S turns on that ride. Yeah, it's 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 a great ride. Intamin killed that one. For my number three, I'm probably gonna go with uh, Griffin at Busch Gardens Williamsburg. Yes, nice pick. Um, I. I I really, really enjoyed that ride when I went to BGW. I was a sad trip because I literally got to look at Dark Castle and a completed Pantheon, but didn't get to ride either of them. Um, yeah. <laughs> Pantheon took so long to open, dude. Yeah, but getting to ride Griffin a bunch of times, there was like no line. I just lapped it, and 
the weightlessness on the drop, the intensity, uh, like of the valleys, floatiness and the elements is phenomenal ride. One of the better coasters I've been on. And I feel like it doesn't get talked a lot. So Griffin's I, like, my, I like dive coasters. Yeah. Wow. Griffin's my favorite dive coaster. My third favorite coaster at BGW. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That's a good pick. Um, Jason, you're number three. Number three. Okay. And not a lot of people talk about this ride because it's actually a cloned roller coaster, but these clones deserve more recognition. I'm going with Mr. Freeze at Six Flags St. Louis and Six Flags over Texas. Obviously, I've only ridden one of these, the St. Louis one, but this was my favorite coaster at St. Louis, which I kind of expected it to be. But this ride is so freaking intense. You get launched backwards at 70 miles an hour. I don't know of another coaster that you launch backwards that fast. Yeah, that ride looks insane. Plus the hang time um, on the inverted top pad is insane. And the spike, because it has uh, LIMs on the spike. So uh, when you're going up, you think you're going to fall back down. You just keep getting pushed up higher and higher. I bet that's a crazy sensation. (laughs) It's It's my favorite premier coaster nice yeah no i could see it it's the closest thing to batman and robin the chiller i'll ever ride so i gotta go out and ride yeah mr freeze and go to six Flags st louis at some point so i think i think this might be the best cloned roller coaster in america probably ride of steel steel clones Uh, (laughs) I, i think it's i think it has potential to be better than ride of steel Actually, let me look at my rankings. Where do I have the, those two? Okay, Superman Rise Steel is my number 29. Mr. Freeze is my number 42. Oh, wow. Yes, there's our answer. <laughs> but uh, but, uh, <laughs> but a lot of people still, uh, I think, give Superman Rise Steel a- enough attention. Because it's, yeah. it's the top why I gave it an That's why I gave it an honorable mention, because, like, it kind of gets recognition, but it kind of doesn't. It's like, you know, yeah. it's hard to really judge that one. Plus, it's a hypercoaster. By default, a hypercoaster is going to get more attention than just normal roller coaster. I mean, how tall? How tall is Mister Freeze? It's got to be close. Mister Fre- Mister Freeze is tall. Uh, the max spike, I believe, is two hundred and fifteen feet. There's a hypercoaster. <laughs> it is. It is. It's an unconventional hypercoaster, but yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Wow. I didn't realize it was that tall. Wow. Um, so are we on number two now? Uh, CJ, did you give your number three? Yeah, it was Griffin. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, cool. you were right. It's like 218 feet. So yeah, yeah. Man. Nice. All right. Uh, Jason, I think you'll like this pick. Uh, number two for me is Fahrenheit at Hershey park. Nice one. Nice. Yeah. One. Um, my early days when I was a young in, when I was a young coaster enthusiast, let's hear this story again. I've heard this story a lot, but it's so funny. <laughs> Fahrenheit was my number one roller coaster that I had ever ridden for like a good two years. Then I branched out and I rode more coasters. I'm not going to tell the whole story because I'm pretty sure I've told it on this podcast before and Jason's heard it a number of times. But yeah, <laughs> Fahrenheit was my number one roller coaster at one point in time, like many, many years ago. Um, but it's still like a top 30, 35 coaster for me. And it is still worthy of being on my list for top five most underrated coasters. Um, I know some people that don't even rank it top five at Hershey Park. And I'm like, 
I don't see that at all. Like I've seen some people rank Jolly Rancher Remix above Fahrenheit now. And I'm <laughs> That's like, a crime. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just like, all right. It is. it is. I'm just like, all right, it's a good boomerang, but better than a large-scale Intamin with a ton of inversions? I don't get I, that. I mean, the first time I went to Carowinds, uh, when I wrote Intimidator, I had it in my top three. <laughs> hey, man, there's a lot of... <laughs> which I'm embarrassed to admit now, which that was horrible at the time. <laughs> yeah, you know. We've ridden so many more coasters, you start to branch out, and there's other rides that, you know, just you happen to like better. But, uh, yeah. no, I think Fahrenheit's great. I still think that airtime hill before the brake run is one of the strongest airtime moments I've ever experienced on a coaster that's not like an RMC. Um, yeah. It's really good. Um, the Norwegian loop is super cool. It has a Cobra roll, so that's always fun. And there's several corkscrews as well. And great first too. drop yeah great first drop awesome ride okay. um i think it's my number four at hershey that's the only it. the only negative against fahrenheit is it always has a ridiculous line yeah hit that one either the end of the first. day or first thing in the morning yeah i always hit fahrenheit first that coaster has a ridiculous line yeah but if you can find the time to do it you will not be disappointed definitely craps all over the gerslauer Eurofighters. Yeah, it's like Intamin's take on a Eurofighter. That's the best way to describe it. Um, and everyone knows I love Maverick, and it has the same style trains as yeah. Maverick. So it was just bound to be on this list. All right, CJ. So my number two is going to be a coaster not a lot of people have ridden. This is a Swamp Fox at Family Kingdom in Myrtle Beach. Cool. Oh, I, nice. Oh, that I was always, fun, dude. I always forget Swamp Fox exists. It looks good, though. You've been on it, Nick? No, but I hear great things about it, and that's an awesome pick. Yeah, I, I feel like not, not many people have been on this one, and it's like a classic PTC with buzz bars, three bench. Yeah. It's, it's pretty nice. Like, the, the amount of enthusiasts that have ridden it by now, you could probably count on two hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Swamp yeah. Fox looks really, really good, though. Swamp, Swamp Fox, Fox was, was pretty good. The one sketchy thing, though, is that I don't know how they maintain it or if it's, like, something about it being a seaside coaster. But whenever it goes around, like, one of those turnarounds, like, the wheels just, like, make groaning noises. Uh, it, was, <laughs> it was very, very concerning. But uh, I'm a little sure. Bit. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, yeah, it's a buzz bar, Woody. It's actually – Swamp Fox is actually the oldest coaster in the southeast. Oh, yeah, it's it, it was a fun ride. I'm glad I I'm glad I got that credit. I hope they keep it around for years to come. It got a repaint. I uh, I was in the Myrtle Beach area. I didn't get to ride it this year, but uh, it looked it looked pretty cool with a nice paint on it. So good, nice, super cool. All right, Jason, your number two. Well, you mentioned a wooden coaster, CJ. So I'm going to mention another wooden coaster. I'm going with Texas Stingray at SeaWorld San Antonio. Uh, I did not expect to like this ride more than thunderhead when i wrote it but i did it's so smooth has good pacing uh, it flies around the turns that thing uh it's a powerhouse of a gci it really is it's by f easily the best coaster at SeaWorld san antonio i wrote it on its third public opening on its third day that it was open after it debuted in 2020 dude <clears throat> i think texas stingray looks better than ghost rider I can yeah, I mean, see that. Texting is a lot newer than Ghost Rider. I remember, Mark. like texting Jason, like with the 
pandemic like onsetting like jason like barely got on texas stingray before like everything shut down yeah <laughs> Dude, yeah I, oh, that was that long ago when you went there wow yeah Man. yeah uh march 20 march 2020 i tell you if my fall i'm sorry if my spring break there had been a week later i would have not gotten to have gone on that trip because i literally went to SeaWorld San Antonio and Six Flags Fiesta Texas. I literally went there four days before uh, they shut down and the pandemic was declared. Yeah, that's crazy. Crazy, <laughs> crazy times, man. It feels I, like so long ago and it really wasn't. I want to go back to San Antonio so badly. Not necessarily for SeaWorld San Antonio, but for Fiesta again. <laughs> hit up ZDTs too. Yeah, I did. I did, I did hit Come it. Come on, up. you know, oh, it's, like, yeah. it's like Texas is fun spot. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Texas Stingray right. does not get enough recognition, though. It's so good. It looks like a solid oh, yeah. ride. It looks really, really good. Yeah. Now, uh, one of the GCI coasters that definitely flies under the radar. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So we've made it to number one. My number one. Does anyone want to guess? Jason, do you want to guess? Uh, I, I have a guess. Let's hear it. Is it Georgia Scorcher? <laughs> no. Oh. It is a B&M, though. I'll give you one more, and then I'm just going to say it if you don't get it. Um, Nitro? (laughs) No way. Let me think about this. Nitro. Oh, oh, wait. I know what it is. I think I know what it is. Go ahead. Talon? No, but also a good pick. It's the Incredible Hulk. Oh, okay. Interesting. Dude, I love Hulk. I actually prefer Hulk to Hagrid's. Nice. Yeah. Hulk, I I rode Hulk for the first time this year. It was definitely very intense, but... It was kind of rough for me, for at least. I didn't expect it to feel as rough as it did. Where'd you sit, though? Back row. That could be why. I only rode front and second to front. I only got one ride on it in row three, but, man, that thing is intense. From when you launch, gray out for a long time on that <laughs> ride. Yeah. No, I – dude, I love Hulk. Um, I think – recently since more people are going to universal now because of like Velocicoaster and Hagrid's Hulk is starting to gain more attention. But for like the yeah. longest time, everyone was like, no, don't waste your time. Kumba's better. Now it's kind of flipped and everyone's like, Hulk is better. Kumba's not that good. It's weird how things change. I definitely like incredible Hulk more. I, yeah. I mean, again, that launch is so good. So cool. Mm-hmm. I love how it has onboard audio. Yeah. A lot of really good inversions. And um, yeah, it's just, it's so good. It's my number it, two right behind Velocicoaster. At, I, I tell uh, you. Pounds of Adventure. When I hit the break around that ride, my head was like spinning. I was wondering what just happened. That ride's so I, I felt the same way. Yeah. The trims didn't hit that hard either when I was riding it. Um, I guess it really depends on the day because I know some people are like, Dude, the second half dies when it hits the train. That's that's what I felt like happened. Like the second half was taken so slow, and it really only has like one corkscrew. Like I, I that, didn't get much from the second half. That first half is so phenomenal, though. Yeah, yeah. The first half is so good that it makes up for it. You know, yeah. that thinking about that, that might be the most intense B and M I've ridden in terms of like G force. Yeah, I think it's probably mine. Yeah. Um, for sustained g-force the di- the big dive coasters are going to pull the most statistically but in terms of like sustained- yeah the only other one up there i'm thinking of is like raptor maybe yeah. um raptors up there kumba is up there the giga coasters are up there yeah yeah for sure 
All right, so yeah, my number one is going to be Incredible Hulk. I'm sure I'm sure nobody's surprised by that pick at all, but uh, had to had to throw it in there. All right, CJ, mine is uh, a B and M as well. Jason Jason likes to make fun of this, uh, fun of me for this one. Uh, but yeah. it's Afterburn at Carowinds. Yeah, I have uh, <laughs> before before I went to uh, before I went to. Um, Oh, I know where you're going with this now. In Georgia and rode on Airy Force and Velocicoaster. It was the number one. I still have it above Lightning Rod. I have it above uh, Georgia Cyclone. I have it above uh, Fury. I, I love how it's like so constant, the intense and the whip. It's butter smooth too, and you can't beat the theme. It's it's a killer coaster. I love Afterburn. <clears throat> First time you rode Batman the Ride, you said you liked Batman more. Yeah, but Batman, as the day wore on, like it almost got like too intense. Like after Afterburn is like the perfect level. Like you can like lap that. And yeah, is Batman at Over Georgia the only Batman clone you've done? Yeah. Well, you wrote a good one because it's significantly <laughs> better than the one at Great Adventure. I'll tell I you. I still that. have Batman. Iron. Batman is very high. I think I still have Batman higher than Fury, but. uh <laughs> Um, I, I don't know how I think about that one, but after. hey, man, <laughs> hey, man, I respect the uh, the hot takes and the uh, unpopular <laughs> opinions. Um, there you go. Yeah, you can title this episode "Unpopular Opinions." <laughs> 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 yeah, no, that's cool, dude. Um, Afterburn looks really good. I think it looks like a top three B and M invert in the U.S. for sure. The only one that I could see. In terms of ones that I've written that I would like maybe better is Raptor. I think I'd prefer Afterburn to like Talon, Great Bear, all the other ones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So for my number one, Nick, when you uh, suggested the idea that we do underrated coasters, this is the one that came to my head the quickest by far. I just wrote it for the first time this year. Y'all can probably guess what it is. It is. For Bolton at Bush Gardens, Williamsburg. Why wow. on earth does nobody talk about this ride? This ride borders elite. Uh, I said it, and I sincerely think it's true. I did not expect this ride to be in my top 50, but it is. Favorite indoor coaster? Well, it's not a fully indoor coaster. Okay, like that's fair. Hagrid's? Huh? Do you like it more than Hagrid's? Yeah. Yeah. I you do? do? Yeah. I really? Do. No uh -huh. way. Uh huh. Wow. But, um, I yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I I, I, like really good. I think I, I think Hagrid's the edge all day. Hagrid's gets the recognition it deserves though, because it's at Universal. We're talking underrated coasters. It's a good ride. Um, the, it was a the, little shaky when I wrote it, but the Black Force <laughs> section, yeah, it is a little shaky. But the restraints are so comfortable. The Black yeah. Force section makes that ride what it is. It is so intense. You gray out in the Black Force section, and the drop track is good. Yeah. That's a good ride. Yeah, that's a great pick, dude. Um, so in recap, uh, my list, well, my honorable mention was Superman, Ride of Steel at Six Flags America. Then I had Rougarou, Twister at Knobles, Escape from Gringotts, Fahrenheit, and The Incredible Hulk. CJ, list yours off. Um, my honorable mention was a little weird. I put overrated as Intimidator at Carowinds. Um <laughs> Then I had uh, Vortex, Blazing Fury, um, Griffin, Swamp Fox, and Afterburn. Nice. And Jason? Yeah, my honorable mention was White Lightning, a fun spot Orlando. And then um, my list was Manta at SeaWorld Orlando, just down the road, ironically. 
Altair, Mr. Freeze Reverse Blast, Texas Stingray, and Verbolton. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode. It was super fun. Finally having CJ on the podcast. You've seen him on Jason's channel a bunch yeah. when they hung out at parks. Um, we will be back next episode to catch you all up to date on the latest theme park news around the industry. But we wanted to do something a little bit different today. And CJ, again, dude, we appreciate you for coming on and joining us. If there's anything you want to plug real quick on your socials, you have the floor. Thanks for having me on the show. This was a lot of fun. Um, my Instagram and YouTube is at Chris Burns 460. I do a lot of mountain bike stuff. Um, but if you're interested, check it out. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. Yeah, absolutely. So, Jason, you want to sign us out? Yeah, so it was a great episode. Thanks, CJ, for being our guest. You can see him in a few of my other videos. <laughs> and this is Coasters and Things. Beyond the Thrills. Chris Burns. <laughs> 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 Signing out. See y'all later. <laughs>